And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Bird to your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a trio of feathery brethren, weathering any season to see the Eagles eating teams like Scrammy's top with cheese. It's Philadelphia, Bo Shield and Zach kicking it cooler than three penguins till Zach runs off with his valet keys. He's a real nuanced goose. Pull up a branch, get loose. It's time for some juice on some Birds with Friends. The early bird gets the worm, but prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bo Shield and Zach coming at you with steps and things, flapping their wings on Birds with Friends. All I know is Zach said he has a game where Shield don't read both 7,000 <laughs> And I said, I'm in. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> and so the yeah, purpose that's of, what of, I, really what I needed was not to get at least one more reader. The presenting sponsor for today's episode of Birds with Friends is Visa, a network working for everyone. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Birds with Friends Thursday evening. Bo Wolf, Marissa Morris, Shil Kapadia, Zach Berman, and Zach, as somebody alluded to on the chat as we are live on YouTube, you can't spell Bwake fast without BWF. How are you? Doing great. Excited for this podcast. Been looking forward to it all day. Sorry it's not at 3.30, but uh, happy we're doing it at 7.30. Would you say it's the thing you've been looking forward to the most all day? I was looking forward to my meal uh, the most okay, all that day. Makes sense. But after that, this is uh, this was number two on my list without a doubt. Okay. Shield, how are you? Thursday night, yeah, you got I'm- a game, national man. That's right. This is like the, you know, this kind of the end of my week. My week starts on a, uh, on a Sunday morning and goes till we're done recording this on a, uh, Thursday night. And then I get a you know, then the next week kind of starts. So uh, NBN. What, that's I'm not doing. Yeah. I don't, sorry. I don't work hard enough for you, but you know, that, uh, you know, <laughs> saying that's, that I'm just like, that's your, what a nice, that's your what problem. a nice thing. That's your, that's your problem. Not mine. So I know, that's we're coming right. off what, what was described as an all time episode. I think uh, Z Berm's performance getting rave reviews pretty much from any corner of my life. Uh, I was happy that we recognized it live, how good it was. I know some people were asking for it to return tonight. I don't, if, if we're going to do that, you guys didn't tell me. So I don't think we, you know, we don't want to overuse it. I think it'll Tuesdays, be nice. Tuesdays, Tuesday night. National Shield. Yeah. 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 There we go. Oh yeah, I mean, I felt like uh, I felt like I was watching my son like ride a bike for the first time. Like I was so proud, like to see to see Zach finally taking the reins, leaning in. It was fantastic. Look, I was just trying to keep pace with you guys, right? If I didn't, uh, if if I didn't lean into that segment, it would have made for an awkward segment. So we've had a lot of awkward segments over the years. I know that's right. <laughs> that is true. All right, well, we've got uh, we've got some stuff to get to. We will preview the game on Sunday. Against the San Francisco 49ers, we'll uh, tap into Shields' voluminous knowledge of everything going on around the league. We will have our super forecasting. So if you are live in the chat, make sure you submit some uh, options for us to use on super forecasting. Zach, of course, carrying in the most turkeys. Uh, Zach, I know you weren't at the facility today, but uh, over the past couple of days since we last talked, what's the uh, what's the haps and the craps? What's news? What do we got going on? 
<laughs> it's it's been a quiet uh, week for news. You know, there the Eagles rested a lot of players on Wednesday, which I, I think is is worth just a a brief mention here because uh, my guess is this is how they will operate going forward this season. They they took a very specific approach to training camp, right? The shorter practices, more days off, uh, getting veterans days off, and then you saw there were like six or seven guys, I don't have the exact number in front of me, who had who were, who were either out or limited Wednesday because of rest. And my guess is uh, is they'll continue to operate this way to try to keep them healthy throughout the year. Their injury report is is pretty nice so far, so I, I give them credit for that. And uh, and What do you mean, it? like the layout of it? <laughs> no, like, I, I, I just mean that, you know, relative – and I, I, I know you can't necessarily control injuries, like so if if a guy tears his ACL, he tears his ACL, right? But we've seen injury reports where the Eagles are are missing like eight or nine guys because of injury, and so far that has not been the case. Uh, Zach Kentavious Street. Uh, Kentavious, I don't have that one. Auburn. Mm. Is that right? All right, NC State. NC State. I believe he was. I, I believe he was a friend of your favorite. Okay. Uh, Sheil, uh, I know you're gonna get you're gonna you're gonna get mad at me. I don't for know. Where, this no, question. I don't know where Contavia Street went to college. So yeah, yeah, don't bring that over here. You're gonna NC get mad State. at me for asking this question. Uh, but didn't you have some questions for Zach about the fast? No, I mean that you guys were asking him about the fast, and we said save it for the pod. So yeah, I want. Well, I, what I wanted to know was how long uh, was the fast. And when do you break it? And uh, how much do you eat when you do break it? Were my questions. So, look, I, I you're supposed to go sundown to sundown. I, I I think I for 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 full disclosure, you know, I might have started eating when the sun was just coming down and not completely down. That's okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's the thought it, that counts. Plus, you had a seven thirty show. It was pretty close to twenty four hours. And number one, and number two, uh, what did I eat? Um, you know, typically people eat, eat breakfast food, but uh, you know, I oh, I, I had some, oh, really, I had some pizza, I had some pasta, so I wow. I, I did a little like uh, carb loading, if you will. Um, Got to get ready for the pot. Did you get? Yeah. Was it Tacanelli's? Did you get your favorite? No, I I uh, my brother picked it up. I, I believe it was Santucci's. Okay, uh, but I I, uh, I don't want to speak. Yeah. Out I feel like you know. I feel like you know a Santucci's when you see it. There's no mistaking yeah. a Santucci's. It certainly looked like a Santucci's. Yes. Okay. So, so last night before it began, did you feast? Like, do you, do you make sure the the stomach's full because you know what's coming up here? So, not feast. Like, you, okay. you try to be like practical in terms of in, in terms of what you eat last night. But it's it's not supposed to be easy, right? Like, it, you're supposed to feel it. That's that's the whole purpose of it. So, uh, and it, it, it frankly wasn't too bad. I, I'm not a runner, um, but I've heard this expression from runners. Before. Unless you're unless you're parking someone's car. <laughs> yeah, that's a sprint though. Uh, but I've I've heard this expression from from people who who run long distances where where like you feel it at first and then you break through to a certain point where you like get your rhythm. But the beginning of the run is the hardest part. I would say not that I, like I'm an expert on fasting, right? But uh, but uh, you know midday today was 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 difficult. But then once I got past lunch, the last few hours weren't as hard mm. as one would think. So. Now, are you allowed to have anything? Can you have a black coffee? Can you, have, you know, I, can you have water or, or no, nothing? Now, so I, I, I brushed my teeth, um, but I, I did not uh, drink water. You're not allowed to have coffee. So. Uh -huh. Oh, wow. No hydration. Anyways, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. All right. 
What do you guys think about it? As people have you noticed, look you look good. Uh, the shirt looks good, and the chair. I mean, I don't know what kind of monster <laughs> chair you got there, but that it's looks just the, about like the no, most com- comfortable chair. It's like Carson Wentz's bed. <laughs> now it's a recliner, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm taping this from a different room because uh, I want the Wi-Fi to be stronger. I mean, I was embarrassed in previous episodes how often I cut <laughs> out. So our uh, our router is in the basement, and so I am in the basement right now, mm-hmm. making sure that we get. Uh, we get strong connection here. What do you guys think about this business idea? A, com- a, a competitor for San Tucci's called Stan Tucci's, and we get uh, Stanley Tucci to be the face of the organization. So the 49ers have been hit with, <laughs> I think, Dre Greenlaw, the linebacker, was announced today. He's going to be out uh, six weeks or so. They lost Jason Verrett, the cornerback, in week one. They lost Raheem Mostert, the running back, in week one. And uh, we don't know if Javon Kinlaw, the first round pick from last year is going to play. So Zach, just as you were sort of mentioning that the Eagles have a pretty nice, uh, as far as injury reports go, uh, pretty nice, you know, they're in, they're in pretty good shape. The 49ers are a team that lost what one, two, uh, at least three starters. You don't know if Kinlaw is going to play. You don't know if Emmanuel Mosley, the other starting cornerback, if he's going to play, he had a hamstring injury and didn't play in week one. So it's a bit of a uh, banged up group coming to Lincoln Financial Field. That's right. Why don't we, why don't we get into it? A little, yeah, little quill of tape. We'll talk about it. So I uh, got to say, Elijah Mitchell, my guy. He was like throughout the draft process, he was my day three running back guy. So to see you know, my child go out and perform like that in week one, pretty exciting stuff. And, uh, and I'll take a whiff. I'll take a whiff right away. Is there documentation of that? I mean, I don't remember. Zach, you might, might remember. I don't listen when Bo starts getting into. I his knew day that you would say that, and there is. Yes. Okay. Uh, I, 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 I believe you. Okay. I think. Good. I think in my uh, in my best case scenario mock draft for the Eagles, he's in there, and I say that he's my favorite guy. And then also, if you go to the uh, the shadow draft, you'll see where he's ranked. So. All right. So Z Burton, what I need from you during the post game pod is that if uh, Elijah Mitchell rushes for like 43 yards on 15 carries and has a fumble. I need you to give Bo sort of the Kyle Pitts <laughs> yeah. treatment from uh, last week. Totally fair. Not, not the same Except thing. We're Dave talking about the still, you know, fourth yeah, overall pick. Okay. All right. The sixth rounder. Okay. Uh, all right. So let's, let's, let's talk scheme. Let's talk what, matchup. Let's get into all that stuff. Uh, talk about the 49ers offense, obviously where it all starts. Uh, and, and Sheil, of course, you know, the question I'm going to ask. No, I have no idea, and uh, nor do I know if I'm going to be willing to answer it either. The question, as always, when it comes to Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay, you've got all this misdirection. The question, (laughs) is there a misdirection? Oh, I thought it was going to be about, uh, I thought you were doing like a Mike Zimmer double A gap. like Mm. And I I guess the um, equal to that would be like, how to make sure your guys' eyes are right. Yeah. You know? They're trying to mess with your eyes. All the eyewash. All which the eyewash. True. Yeah, I mean. Which is legit. Uh, so the 49ers offense, there's not a lot of mystery. We've seen what they've wanted to do for years now. They want to run the ball. They want to use play action. And they want to attack the middle of the field, uh, the intermediate middle part of the field. I mean, that that is what they do. Their run game is usually uh, pretty efficient. Their entire offense has not been great under Kyle Shanahan. It's really been two different offenses. When they've had Jimmy Garoppolo, which, of course, you can 
see this in the uh, playbook. Thanks to, you know, uh, Fran Duffy. He plugged I was gonna the playbook say that. more yeah. than my own co-host. I mean, you know, that very interesting to me. That That's certainly, not true. Uh, cut, that caught my attention. Quite, I think two plugs he gave, you know, during his. I did. Uh, his I heard segment. that. Nice, I gave nice her two plugs in the cheat sheet last week. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. Although um, I was also I, just copying what you wrote, so I better have given. Yeah, it a plug. I mean, yeah, that was kind of like I can do less work by just <laughs> yeah. copying and pasting, which I'm all for. That don't get me wrong. That's sort of been my career model. I need that cheat sheet <laughs> to be a light lift, baby. I need that. That thing needs to not take up so much of my week. I mean, really, you guys. I don't know. I'm sure you guys did this. You should have done an audit before the season of everything we've done you've done in the past and whether you want to keep the same format and stick with it what's right. working what's not i mean that's a smart thing to do before every season you don't want to just get stuck like oh we did this last that year. that was part of the audit again make the cheat okay. sheet a lighter lift okay yeah i mean i frankly so. thought you know it would still look pretty heavy to me but uh, <laughs> you know, I would yeah, we, lighten, lighten it up a little bit more you know? we we changed the uh the eight point lead um that I, I used to have, mm. I used to have those Friday notes, and we're not doing those for Fridays anymore. Now we're trying to get some midweek thoughts in. The purpose of it being That's so it has smart. a little more shelf time. Number one, and it looks back the previous game, looks ahead at the next game. So, uh, yeah, so that's that's consistent with what you're saying about about not just doing something because you've always done it. Now, Bo trying, still to, trying to get strong with the day after. I was a little surprised by that, although I enjoyed the day after from week one. Don't get me wrong. I feel like the day I after thought is... that might have a little change. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's legacy. It feels like yeah, the, the way from the B two four seven days. It's if starting. it was going to go, if it, if we were going to be fully um, uh, fully remote again, it would have been. I, I might have ditched it entirely, but but for now, I'll, I'll keep it going. Uh, tell me, you know, the locker room. That's a tough one. It is. It is. It's yeah. yeah it's tough to keep it fresh. What were we going to say, Zach? So when, when Bo and I had, uh, had lunch one day, you know, when I was about mm, to take the job and, you know, I was, I was kind of getting a sense of, of how he envisioned the coverage, you know, a, a transitioning from shield to me. And, uh, as his, as his partner, the one thing he was like admin about was the day after he's like, I, I want wanted it. That, and, well. and, and by the way, I was very, I was like, by all means, take it. Right. Like I, <laughs> Like I, I, I want to write there. Like I, I want something up after the game. I, I'm my personality is such that, um, it would pain me if, if, if like I went to sleep and I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for Monday morning when that thing's coming out, I probably wouldn't sleep. Cause I want, I want that. I want to get that right. out. So I'm like, yeah. Well, this is, I mean, this is ridiculous inside baseball, but I do, I actually predating that. I remember Sheil as he was going, going national saying, you know, I think you'd do a good job with the day after, as if he was as if he was handing the baton. Uh, yeah, well, so, I think there were times you would write stuff where I'm like, you know, that lead is better than what I wrote for the day after, so just do that. But then, you know, you kind of got screwed by a pandemic, and uh, you can't really get any. Well, I did get, I did get, I did get one year. And out here of we it. are. You got one year out of it. Okay, uh, the 49ers. So uh, their offense has been very efficient with Jimmy Garoppolo. You know, it's been like a top five performing offense if you just isolate the snaps when he's been on the field, but he's missed, I think, 23 uh, of a possible 48 games over the last three seasons. They did a terrible job with their backup quarterbacks thinking they could stick anyone in there. Uh, Nick Mullins, C.J. Beathard, and their offense would fall apart when their backup had to play. I mean, really, you're talking about one of the worst five or six offenses in the NFL when their backups had to play. So, of course, Garoppolo is healthy for now. He will be uh, starting this game. He has, um, you know, familiarity with the scheme, like I said, there's not going to be a lot of surprises there. And so that's what you're looking at. And then, of course, there will be some intrigue around how are they going to use Trey Lance. Uh, 
Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, Dan McQuaid. Awesome. <laughs> well, the question Zach, for the listeners is, apologies oh, if this sorry, question has been asked before. Does Zach just have framed Argyle patterns on his wall? Again, Honestly, a tough a tough one for the uh, listeners of audio only to uh, to pick up on. That's why but. you've got to watch on YouTube. Honestly, I, I'm I'm going to do these behind in front of the white wall for now on. Like, I don't <laughs> want my backdrops to be a topic of conversation. My 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 wife is the uh designer for the house so like Looks she's great. the one who uh yeah so anything here, we, we've 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 gassed up that painting many times before i yeah, love that yeah. painting so so in in, in for now on i'm just gonna do that at the bookshelf or the white wall i'm, I'm gonna figure out this <laughs> wi-fi situation so we don't have to uh address it. I, I don't know what those are I, whatever they are my wife got them so bring back the mirror that's right the mirror's the in trailer the actually yeah so <laughs> Trey Lance nice. played four snaps uh, last week. You know, I, I don't know that he's going to be a big part of the game plan. I think he could come in in the red zone. Of course, when he comes in, you have to be aware of the quarterback runs. Uh, you know, I, I think they just wanted to put it out there so that teams would have to spend some uh, prep time on it during the week. But uh, I would be surprised if we were coming out of this game thinking, you know, wow, Trey Lance, that, you know, 10 play package, he really carved the Eagles up. Gannon said something sort of interesting about that on Tuesday that he he like he sort of embraces that. I mean, what's he going to say? He's a defensive coordinator, but like he, he sort of appreciates that challenge. Um, and he, he didn't seem like sort of, you know, scared of it or, or give it too much credence. So he's like, mm. these guys do different things. It's fine. Well, it's like it's like two different running backs or two different wide receivers with different skill sets. Like you just you, you know what they do and, and that's your job. Now, my big question with this week is what we learned about Jonathan Gannon and this defense or what we think we learned about them in week one. Right. Does that still hold true when you guys are talking about this game Sunday night? Because as we discussed earlier in the week, a lot of split safety looks, a sort of overall philosophy of we don't mind playing with a light box. If you want to run the ball a little bit on us, uh, you know, we're not giving up yards, but we're going to live with that. We're going to limit the explosive plays, which, of course, they did. Do you take that same approach here when you have an offensive coordinator who really wants to run the ball and loves a game where his quarterback, you know, has to complete seven passes and you can win by a couple touchdowns like they did in the playoffs uh, a couple of years ago. And so that is what I'm most intrigued by. And then sort of the personnel matching, you know, the 49ers were in 11 personnel on just 20 snaps last week. They'll play with the fullback. They'll play with multiple tight ends. Uh, so you're going to have to, those, those linebacker rotations, are going to have to be a focus this year. Who's playing when? How are they playing? Are certain guys performing better than other? I think those, to me, are some of the uh, some of the key areas of focus for this. And game. I mean, just from watching that game, if you're an offensive coordinator, I would certainly think you would want the Eagles in their base defense more than in their nickel, right? You you want Jannard Avery on the field, not Avante Maddox. Yeah, know. and and would it even be? I mean, you know, they might make an. I I don't know that Jannard Avery. Well, yeah. Would, you know, I think we're going to see. I think we're going to see a different three off ball linebackers in this game. I I, I think we're going to see a different uh, a different sort of game plan this week than we saw last week. I don't think it's going to be. I mean, it was pretty. It was pretty like vanilla. Set it and set it and go last week against the Falcons. I don't think. I don't think that's going to be the case this week. Maybe I'm putting yeah. too much stock in in Johnny Gannon. How about this strange Brandon Ayuk situation? Have you guys been reading up on this I in have. Your, uh, game prep this week? I have Kyle Shanahan's really trying to either light a fire underneath Ayuk or <laughs> is displeased with Ayuk or both, right? Because uh, he's basically saying, like, you know, he has to be better than the guy in front of him. And uh, 
from what I've read, they think that he's been resting on his laurels a bit after the way he played last year. It's not like he he blew it up last year, right? But he he uh, he ended it pretty. Yeah, it was well. pretty good though. Yeah, and, another one of my guys. And uh, based on week one, right, which was, was just really felt that. Thanks. That's that's awesome. that <laughs> Marissa, we have the clip we can use for you know whatever social wherever we promote this that'll really Bo <laughs> just mumbling another one of my guys <laughs> you know to i gotta tell there. you i am i am working at about like 20 percent right now that's that's so, the deal for working me. On a good story i don't know oh, if it's good. gonna be good that's the problem you always say that matter yeah but i really don't this one is there's too many moving parts just file it and be done with it and move on to the next thing. I mean, really, you're not, come on. We're not artists. Just yeah, interview know. some people. Well, I, I mean, you know, I you, think what we do th- is an art form, right? It's well, I mean, uh, no, I wouldn't say what I do. I mean, I mean, you can speak for yourself. I would not <laughs> say, I would not say we do picks against the spread. Or, uh, we're not painting, like, like, like we're not painting by the numbers here. You know, we're, we're putting thought and work into what we do. So. You're grizzled vets. You you know you know the process. You know the job. You, you do the work. You write it in. You move on. Not everything's going to be a masterpiece. Some people it's not like, like some that for stuff. Me. Some people like you know hate other stuff. Who cares? It's your next one. All right. Uh, Brandon Ayuk played 26 snaps last week. Trent Sherfield played 27 snaps. So uh, as Zeberm was alluding to, it is it is odd. I mean, now Ayuk has had a little bit of a hamstring. Injury, if you're like reading between the lines of the, uh, you know, the Matt Barrows, who covers the 49ers for us, who does a terrific job, um, and, and the other coverage on the athletic, it's sort of like, wait, is, does Kyle Shanahan think he's, you know, he was ready to come back from this hamstring injury and should have pushed it more and, you know, was nurse. I mean, there's all sorts of things you can point to. Maybe he is just injured and Shanahan's answering it in a weird way. We don't really know. But, you know, what we do know is he was their leading receiver last year had 750 yards. If you play fantasy, you probably thought this guy was going to come in and light it up this year. And all of a sudden he's sort of splitting reps here with Trent Sherfield. So that's something to watch. I mean, maybe IU comes in and, you know, plays every snap in this game and lights it up. That certainly would not surprise me, but that's something to watch. Uh, Debo Samuel, George Kittle. Those are the guys to keep an eye on in the passing game. Uh, Debo, one of my guys. (laughs) Right, I liked him. Didn't you I did know? like him. You did like That's him. That's the yeah. one guy I was right on over the last yeah. decade. Yeah, you liked uh, him. You know, he he's fun to watch. He likes to inflict pain on uh, defenders when he has the ball. So I like the juice that he has, um, his yards after the catch, and just kind of his his physical nature. Those are all uh, all fun to watch. And George Kittle like is that. really a similar style player. I was gonna say I like that the one thing that everybody always says about Debo Samuel is, is, is he's got a he's got a nice caboose on him. Can people say that? Yeah, everybody's always talking about his uh, his behind. Yeah, I don't know who you're talking to, but that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Okay, can we get some more details? He's like, got like, he's, well, he's got like he's got like he's got like an offensive lineman. Heine. Okay, I mean, I just want I more know. on like where got this conversation took place. Who was saying this? Yeah, I, I understand at the senior the bowl point, at the. <laughs> Oh, okay. Everyone was staring at the man's butt at the senior ball. Yeah, we're saying, well, you know, okay. that, he's 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 low to the ground. He's strong because he's got that. He's got that real powerful behind. So Darius Slay okay. gave an uh, uh, he gave an, an interesting comp today or, or yesterday <laughs> rather. He gave uh, <laughs> uh, he compared 
Devo to Anquan Bolden. Says he, oh, he says he has Anquan Bolden. Highest praise. Yeah, that's tough. That's one. Anquan Bolden is like yeah. is like a, a, is one of the the biggest anomalies in in history in terms of just like his athletic profile. Mm. Ran like he ran like well, a four eight forty. Badass. Well, when you're when you're willing to uh, play with a broken face and a style that breaks <laughs> other people's faces, well, I guess it can get you uh, pretty pretty far. I loved Anquan Bolden. He he was uh, he was incredible to watch. Um, George Kittle's healthy. So that's good for them, Kittle and Samuel. So I think that the, the Eagles certainly have to tackle well in this game. You know, there's going to be a lot of short stuff, a lot of get those guys the ball and see if they can just stiff arm Eagles defenders out of bounds. So that that will be another key thing to watch here. Dan McQuaid says, I have to put on headphones now because my wife is giving me a funny look. I feel like that's a good a good tagline for the show just in general. Yeah, I would say well. so. Yes. Oh, well, I, she heard so the obviously, Samuel conversation. I, mean, I we think have three other point. people on this podcast, and we were all had no idea what you were talking about. So I don't know that everybody <laughs> talks about Debo Samuel's. Uh, you guys are listening roast, to the right to the right stuff. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Uh, on Kittle, um, you know, he had that game last year where, where I mean, Beathard was the quarterback, but he had 15 catches or whatever it was. Um, I think the Eagles are probably fine, you know, letting him sort of do that again. If it's the same, if it's the same game plan, you know, like as you said, Shield uh, Shanahan is is more willing than others probably to take, uh, you know, take the opportunity to just move the ball slowly down the field. Um, but I guess we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. I feel like I feel like Kittle's probably in for a big day. Uh, well, you guys remind me on this the the game last year. What I remember is that uh, I think Derek Barnett had a nice game, right? They, they made Trent Williams dominated look, Trent Williams. Yeah. Look bad in that game. And Trent Williams had an incredible year. So that was easily, I think mm -hmm. his worst game of the year. Uh, I don't remember anything uh, from that game should not be a surprise. So why don't so you Jannard Avery had a, yeah, Jannard Avery had a big game. Oh, yeah, that's right. I actually really? forgot about that. Yeah. yeah that, was like, oh. that was like Jannard Avery's best like the game. only game he played. Yeah. Uh, well, this was, it was the introduction to Travis Fulgham. He made, he had the, he had the game winning, uh, touchdown catch. Uh, this was the first, he was like a surprise active. Uh, yeah. so that was the most memorable thing. You had Nick Mullins throwing a, uh, an interception to Alex Singleton directly into his hands. And that was also, you know, the beginning of Alex Singleton being a part of our lives on defense. You had Adrian Killens with one carry for uh, minus 11 yards. That was their big uh, game plan wrinkle that week was to have Adrian Killens running across the uh, formation. Did not work very well. And uh, then uh, uh, Beathard came in for Mullins and almost uh, led them back at the end of the game. But right. Okay. I remember that. It was also, that rings a bell. It was, it was like the Eagles is uh, oh, in this game. You know, they were 0-2-1 at the time going and, and the Niners were the defending NFC champs and like the Eagles were underdogs and, uh, you know, the Eagles win that game against you know backup quarterback right and it was very much like put some respect to our names you know you know like, <laughs> you know you guys are, are writing us off after, after. Right. it was it was it was one of those types of weeks for the eagles right and then they finished 4 11 and 1 but it was right. it was very like that You're like right. the, the the talk that week was like how could could people be be doubting us you know yeah so the last thing i remember which you will remember shiel was uh you will uh, it was of course it was a sunday night football game in california so that meant nonstop bitching and moaning from Al Michaels, Chris Collinsworth, and Michelle Tafoya about having to wear masks. 
Ah, uh, I do remember that. Yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, they've recovered from that. That was really. We're in the booth. I got. I got to wear this thing on my mouth. It's ridiculous. Anyone in the country or really the world over the last year, I can't think of a greater hardship than what they went through that night. So uh, glad to see that everybody has recovered. Uh, I assume it seems like yeah, everybody has, reco has recovered. That's true. All right. Now, Sheila, I'd like to ask you about the defense, but yeah, let's get. To I that. mean. We got somebody here who could probably tell us more about this defense than anybody. I mean, the man's been gazing up D'Amico Ryan's nonstop well, we, future. Oh, I thought you were going to go to a break here, maybe. Wait, oh, I guess we, we that, should go you, to a break. You're right. We, we did not even mention this this Niners offensive line. You mentioned Trent Williams, but That's this okay. Niners offensive line is a major upgrade over what the Eagles saw in Atlanta uh, last week. You know, it's, 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 it's a veteran group. Um, if you guys are pulling out the my guy for – Elijah Mitchell, I'm Brendan Ayuk, and Debo Samuel. I think uh, I'm entitled to do so for Mike McGlinchey, a Philly guy. Just like a Philly guy. <laughs> got uh, He got 100 cheesesteaks for the team. Always a storyline I appreciate. Um, so, uh, yeah, so definitely uh, um, pay attention. I think we know where those cheesesteaks are going on Debo. Am I right? <laughs> uh, but, no, this offensive line, this is – if, if you thought that the Eagles had the, the clear advantage along the lines of scrimmage last week, you can make the argument they have an advantage this week, but it is not, uh, it is not like as, as pronounced. You can make the, uh, you can make the argument in the other, in the other direction too, because the Niners are good along both lines of scrimmage when healthy. I'm trying to get some more junk in my trunk, I think. You know, I think that'll that'll help the IT band out uh, a little bit. I think so. We got to strengthen up that glute. So you know, if you interview Debo Samuel or anything, you know, let me know. Is he is he doing squats? Is he uh, is he deadlifts? Is you know certain type of protein he's eating to get that? Because you know, I think I could use that. That's part of my that. in-season in in plan here. Yeah, no, that that's yeah. pretty good. Uh, no, their their offensive line. I'm in sort of like let's see mode here with them. You know, McGlinchey. I think has probably been a little bit uh, up and down. Mm -hmm. Their guards are not proven. Alex Mack is, I don't know how old, 35, Secret 37, world. something like that. No, and he's, uh, he's 35 at least, I think. Uh, he is Trent 35, Willi yes. Trent Williams is 33, mm -hmm. 32, 33. He, he got the big contract uh, in the off season. So, um, you know, I, I think there is a scenario where, I feel like, uh, you know, the Eagles uh, fans and, and viewers are treating that Falcons team like they were. Uh, now, they looked like complete garbanzo beans in week one. But, like, I don't think that team's going to be picking in the top five. I think that's one where it's like, all right, it was a terrible week one. You know, you would be a little bit um, discouraged for sure if you were a Falcons fan. But, I mean, they have, like, a competent veteran quarterback. They have a wide receiver who Bo's loved for a long time. Like, you know, I, I think they'll – They've sort of been up and down for years now, but I, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, they should still win. I would think, you know, six games minimum. So uh, I don't know about we'll, that. You don't think so? You want the under on that? No, they could be. They physios? could be really bad. I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, I'm yeah, not one to bet on. You're probably right, but I, I mean, listen. Everything you mentioned about the coaching, everything was like terrible. I'm not downplaying that, but I'm also like, all right, it was it was one week. It was that's it was their definitely first game, true. So yeah, let's see. Uh, so we'll see with this 49ers offensive line. I think teams that beat the 49ers this year 
will sort of dominate, you know, will have their way with that offensive line. And if the Eagles defensive line performance from last year, last week carries over, uh, it would not totally shock me if they, uh, if they kind of took it to those guys. All right. And I would say that if the, if the Eagles don't win that matchup, you know, it's bad news. I think they, they still need to win that matchup. They should win that matchup if, if they want to win the game. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll uh, we'll take a little break to hear from our sponsors, and then we'll be back to talk about how handsome Tamiko Ryan's is. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with twenty four seven U.S. based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Welcome back to Birds with Friends. Speaking of incredibly handsome gentlemen, we'll give a little shout out, a little happy birthday shout out, the big 5 0 to DFOP Rich Bobby. Woo. All right. Loyal listener, Friday, day one, I think. I mean, great guy, yeah, organized the meetup, came to oh, the yes. Super Bowl meetup. The other I handsome riches, I call him. I don't believe it. 50 for that man? Playing oh, I mean, tennis I, all the time. Gosh, I hope the, I, I, I'd, I'd love to look as good as he does oh, today, yeah, let alone yeah. at 50. I agree with that. Happy birthday to Rich Bobby. Great guy. Great Although guy. I hope he's celebrating not watching this tonight. Because he, he deserves I hope he's celebrating by watching. By watching. No, he, okay. Yeah, I think he, he finds enjoyment. He's one of the sickos. He finds enjoyment <laughs> in, in this. So whether he's watching on his birthday or uh, or later, I think it will be a treat for him. Good point. Good point by uh, one of the commenters. Great listener, but hashtag even better guy. Uh, yeah, what, do, what do you think? Uh, I don't know. He's like an elite listener. He's a great mm-hmm. guy. All right. Okay. okay. All right. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk about this defense. Um, how handsome on a scale of one to ten would you say that D'Amico Ryan's is? I have no like uh, that's a bow thing, by the way. Like I, I didn't know this was a bit about D'Amico until uh, you brought this up. Like I, I, th- I thought I, I got to know D'Amico well. I'd call him a snack. I don't know what that means either. <laughs> that's the first time I've ever used that. I didn't really like it. Um, I, I don't know. I thought it was pretty neat. Well, that you used to. <laughs> well, so yeah. Bo's been saying that I, I, I've been gazing him up, and uh, I'll explain the background of that. D'Amico's one of these guys who. Uh, you know, I, I I would say that he's he's one of the three or four most respected teammates during my time covering the team. Like uh, universally, both sides of the ball, rookies, veterans, they 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 really respected D'Amico. He uh, he was considered future coaching material when he was a player. Obviously, quickly rising uh, when the Eagles interviewed uh, Mayo during the offseason, and and Mayo might have been a very worthy interview. Uh, I thought if you're going to talk to a linebackers coach that's short on experience, you should talk to D'Amico too, because I think D'Amico Ryan's is going to be a head coach one day. 
I can't I thought, believe Bo didn't make a terrible joke there when you said when they interviewed Mayo. How did you not cut it? it must have killed you that's, must that's, be looking. At, you must be reading the comments about interrupt Zach last. That's my only. I am trying to. Okay. I am I trying to believe it. I was staring right at you, and I saw the wheel spinning in your head, and you held off. Well, because of course that's all NFL organizations do is interview Mayo. Let's see. All right. White guy underwear. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just it just okay. took a little while. What I like about I, what I what I like about Zach's D'Amico love is that it it falls into the category of like the things that he says are definite as opposed to like the things that usually he's he's giving both sides, he's presenting the nuance, but you know, sometimes he'd be like, The Kansas City Chiefs are gonna win the Super Bowl. And he, and he's right. He, he tr turns out to be correct. But he says D'Amico Ryan's future head coach, just as a, as a, as a state plainly stated fact. Yes, I, I will. I will. I mean, I, I don't know what the odds are there, but I, I, I would put all my turkeys in on D'Amico Ryan's becoming a head coach. Really? Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah, okay. I, I think he's I think he's going to be a head coach. I and mean, they gave up like 30 plus points to Jared Goff last week. I think he could. I think he could very well could be somebody who's a better head coach than defensive uh, I would coordinator. Imagine so yeah, sure. Uh, because I I think of what Zach said, his ability to relate to people, leadership, those things. So, but but to get you know that opportunity, you know, especially uh, he yeah, that defense has to play a lot better than they yes. did last week. So uh, they're a traditional four three defense. Uh, a lot of zone zone coverage, not like only zone. You know, they they will uh, play some man, but heavy zone. Last year they played quite a bit of. Quarters coverage, uh, you know, I think they played a lot of cover three there in week one. So you're looking at cover three quarters and then um, some cover one. Man, not going to blitz a lot. We, you know, we'll blitz a little. I, I do know Kyle Shanahan said in the offseason he thought one of the changes in their defense could be that D'Amico Ryans would be more aggressive than Robert Sala. But that did not bear itself out there in week one. Banged up. I mean, their cornerback situation is bad. Emmanuel Mosley was supposed to be a starter. He missed week one with a hamstring injury. Jason Verrett was supposed to be a starter. He went out uh, week one and is gone for the season. So they they started, I don't know if this was one of your guys, Bo. Diamador Lenoir. There you go. Good job. From Oregon. Uh, rookie fifth round pick. He started last week. K1 Williams in the slot. He, he's a solid uh, veteran player, but um, it's certainly a position that's a bit, uh, bit up in the air. Uh, that what you were talking about before reminded me of, of uh, some of my two of my favorite football sayings. Uh, one is the one that Jonathan Gannon has given us about like having backups at each position. You need a you need a pair and a spare, just like that. Never heard that. Sounds, before. sounds good to me. He's the he. I've never heard it until him. Uh, okay. And then the other one I like is uh, see a little, see a lot. Love that. See a little, see a yeah, lot. He, not every coach agrees with that one, I think. Okay. Yeah, I think his buddy Brandon Staley say, you know, actually poo-poos that sentiment. Oh. He says, he says, we want he says we want to see a lot, see a lot. Okay. You want, yeah. So I don't I'm know. sure it's different at different positions, right? It, it it's like, like you want uh, your safeties to see a lot, see a lot, but maybe you want your linebackers to see a little, see a lot. It's like the uh coach or coaches thing, you know. Some people say coach mm. or coaches, others say uh, hire him for a reason. My job is not to coach my coaches. My job is to let them mm. cook. So, you know, it varies. So uh, that's their defense uh, up front. Nick Bosa, Bose boy, and uh, Eric Armstead are going to be the two guys to serve. Yeah. Good guy. Nick Bosa to 
keep an eye on their best uh, their best pass rushers. So a lot will be about blocking those two. Fred Warner, outstanding uh, coverage linebacker who got a big deal in the offseason. That's another player to keep an eye on. But they lose a linebacker, Dre Greenlaw, who had a, uh, a big play last week. So that's their personnel. How do they? How do they? I just uh, bored myself. <laughs> Who cares? Uh, what traditionally under Salah is this? Is are 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 they taking away big plays? Do you think we're going to see more downfield passing from Jalen Hurts in this game because of the way that the, the Niners play defense? Uh, no, they yeah they were zone heavy and and don't give up uh, big plays. Now that depends if you're playing a lot of uh, you know cover three. That's only a single high safety, which they will do, which they did in week one. And you know Jared Goff's numbers are a little uh, are certainly distorted by the late comeback, but I think they had more explosive plays than any offense uh, in the NFL last week. Now again, a lot of that came in the final ten minutes when they were trailing 41-17. But um, you know I don't think their personnel is so good that you can't push the ball downfield against them. All right. Thoughts, Zach? Swooper. All right. Well, about the 49ers defense, it's. What do you think is going to happen to the game? You know? Well, we're going to talk about the game, but the the Niners defense, look, I I know you you commented on Nick Bosa as a person. I don't know Nick Bosa as a person. I know him as a football player. I don't want to know Nick Bosa as a person. He's he's an outstanding pass rusher, and he's he's the type of guy who can can change a game if if you're not ready. So uh, pay attention to him, pay attention to Fred Warner. You know, I think about there was this there was this Fred Warner anecdote during the offseason where he was at uh, BYU. I, I believe Albert Breer wrote this. He was at BYU's um, uh, pro day, and Robert Sala wanted to see how tall uh, Zach Wilson was because he he didn't know if like the 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 measurement was correct. So he asked Fred Warner to go stand next to him, like to see if if they were like uh, you know eye to eye or, or neck to neck. I always imagine like if someone's like, is, is Darren Sproles really that short? Can you go stand next to Berman over there? Like just, just so I can confirm you're that short. Um, that was a little self-deprecation. Maybe you uh, send, maybe you send Byron Leftwich over to an offensive <laughs> lineman to see if the guy weighs what you think he does. Uh, my, my cousin brought that up to me last night. Actually, he brought up the Leftwich story. He wanted to know, uh, yeah, he wanted to know what, what uh, came up there. Um, but call back event, for listeners. There's yeah. a there, there's there's some tension, long long standing tension between Zach and Byron Leftwich. Zero long standing tension. Zero. Abs, abs, absolutely zero. Uh, I really hope Leftwich has a friend who is a listener, <laughs> and it's just like, dude, why are they bringing your name up here for no reason? You're trying to prepare for a game. He's taking shots at Zach. I'm protecting my boy. I no, but uh, all right. but in all but. Uh, to get back to the 49ers, I, I think the big thing here is that they are beat up in the secondary. I think that secondary uh, can be exploited, um, and we'll we'll get to it in the matchup component of it. But uh, but I, I I think if you're looking for Seattle's for San Francisco's weakness, it would be the secondary right now, especially after losing Jason Barrett. Yes. Okay. Uh, let's take up. let's take our last uh, commercial break. And then we'll be back with Super Sorecasting and our Crystal Ball Deagle predictions. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10 
$10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, welcome back to Birds with Friends. We return for Swooper Sorecasting. If you are uh, new to the show, uh, welcome. I hope you're enjoying the butt talk. And uh, <laughs> Swooper Sorecasting, the three of us each submit uh, three things that we think have a chance to happen on the game on Sunday. We pick, pull three from the chat, and then uh, we bid with our turkeys on what we think is most likely, and whoever has the most things happen correct uh, that week gets the win for the week last week we all had one thing happen and so no blood we're all tied up at a third of a point heading into uh, week two marissa are you uh, ready to begin the proceedings i'm ready and i would like to say the chat was very creative today we have some very very creative submissions so uh, i think this will be a very interesting week of swooper sarcasting so i'll be the ready. judge of that and by the way sorry just to set the uh, set the thing here zach Begins with 32 turkeys. He has eight turkeys left over. I have 29 turkeys. I have five left over. Shield has 24 turkeys. He, uh, he blew his wad last week. It's a long season. Just, just telling you that. It's a long season. Okay. Zach is not going to be buying any turkeys tonight. All right. Speed, Speed round. Time. Super sore casting. All right. Let's go. Trey Lance will either produce an explosive play, 20 or 20 yards or more, or score a touchdown, run or pass. One. Good one. Whoever came up with that. Two. Uh, Three. Four. Four. You both went four. I'll I think go I got five. it first. Okay. Well, you didn't, but I'll go five. Do I hear six? Six. Ooh. Going once, going twice, sold to Zach for six. All right. Okay. This, this man came to play this week. Red zone That's quarterback, like right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I, I watched Justin Fields the other night. Like, you know, they put him in the goal line, scores a touchdown. Okay. Like he's just playing the whole game. Josh Sweat and Derek Barnett will combine for more sacks than Nick Bosa and Eric Armstead. Another good one. Wow. One. We're off to a good start. Two. I'll say three. Four. Mm. Do I hear five? Going one. Five. Six. Ooh. 
I'm out. Zach? I'm sitting this one. All right. All right. Sold to shield for six. Two sixers off the bat. Okay. <laughs> this will probably be a six or two. <laughs> Nick Sirianni does a spe new special handshake with someone other than Jalen Hurts. Mm. I assume this would have to be caught on camera, correct? Yeah, yes, would have to be caught on camera. That's true. Or social media. Outside. Yeah, or sure. they yeah, said yeah. it. Or they said in a press conference or something. So Darius Slay says he wants one. He says he's jealous and he wants one, but he would need to have an interception or something. Like, he, like there needs to be a play that would warrant such a handshake. Cause he had a he nice third down stop last week. Yeah. Could have warranted Although it. Although that play, I think, was actually just a Calvin Ridley drop. Okay. Listen, if you're a you DB, you take credit yeah. for that. Yeah. 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 Two. Three. Right here. Three. Yes, Zach went three. Okay. I'm out. I'll go four. You can have it. All right. Sold to bow for four. I feel like it could become a thing. Devontae Smith Ooh. has a play of 50 plus yards. Ooh. 50. 50. One. Two. That's a lot of hooch. <laughs> Not sure that's his game, you know? Going once. His game is everything. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm serious. Like, he's not He's not just that's like true. a possession guy. He, he can – he had big plays at Alabama, right? Uh, shout out to Nate Tice with a nice breakdown yes. of Devontae Smith's uh, week one performance on it. Was that his newsletter or his Substack? Substack. Some and sex. you can hear more about that breakdown on tomorrow's episode of the athletic football show. There you go. All right. All right. Two well, for I have two. Anybody else? I'll go three. I mean, that's a fun thing to fun thing to see happen. If it happens. All right. I'll give it to you for three. All right. Okay. Sold to bow for three. Okay. Told you I was unprepared. I'm writing this on a napkin. I'm, I'm keeping more track. prepared than I am for anyone. All right. Debo Samuel will have an explosive play mm. 20 yards or more that will include a Darius Lay missed tackle. So the missed tackle. How many targets do I have left? Um, wow. <laughs> you've used seven. I know. I have, I have 22 oh. left. Uh, one. Two. Three. Four. Five. Six. Wow. I mean, he had 189 yards. Like six for I know. He did. And he did a Darius, 70 plus yard catch. Yeah. <laughs> Darius Slay. That's his game and not Devontae Happy to, Happy to. <laughs> 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 oh, yes. I'm the one who bought it. <laughs> oh, man. Outstanding. <laughs> Keep it coming. <laughs> All right, no, anyone, anyone seven? I'm going to let it go for six, unless Zach wants to jump in. I'm good. Okay. okay. Sold to Shield for six. Shield, okay. have 12 turkeys left. If this I use them one? all on this next one, can I sign off? I think I asked this every week. You gotta give your <laughs> I got to do prediction. the prediction. Okay. This yeah. next one was a chat submission, and I just thought it was very creative and um, could be fun. Okay. Jalen Hurts has a completion longer than the mm. 49ers' longest field goal. Mm. It's a good so one. That's, a, that's the kind of bird line that Zach likes to come up with. It's a good so one. The kicker, the kicker, Robbie Gold, who's from Jersey Shore, Pennsylvania. 
always mm. like that. I believe he went to college with Shield. Like I uh, think he did, and he was the same a time. terrible, terrible college kicker. As I, I think, I think <laughs> I've done this bit every time we've <laughs> Eagles have played them. I'm like, this guy was a disaster in college, but uh, kudos to him. He got it together and had a long career. Uh, one, two, three. Now, if they don't complete a field goal, he automatically exactly. gets it. That's true. Good point. Five. Six. Seven. Eight. Ooh. Going once. I mean. <laughs> going twice. Why are you so confident in this one? I don't know. It just seems so, like a good, a good so bet. Nine, nine, nine. nine. Oh, oh, nine. Oh, I don't know. After the gun, he got it in. He got it in. Yeah, right. I, I, I want more in. of these. Uh, I want more of these. 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 These binary bets. I. I, I think some of my bets, too. I have have had. I don't like that you're catching on to the, the, to the yeah, game of, of not occurring. So you know, like, well, yeah. So I. I want some of them where there where there's like a clear winner, one or the other. That's good. That's why I'm saying 10. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, 11. Wow. All right, you got it. 11. That's a good one. Wowza. Okay, this is this is also another. Uh, and that's and that's longest field goal made, right? Not longest field goal attempted. Yeah. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay, this is another creative one. The Eagles defense will have more sacks interceptions than Trey Lance has snapped. One. And I would say it's more or equal to. I will make the executive decision. Like executive okay. decision. So okay. if it's like so four equal total. Two goes to the Eagle. It counts. Yes. So for oh, our, okay. yeah, for our uh, listeners, he uh, he had four offensive snaps in week one. Right. And the Eagles only had three sacks, no interceptions. I mean, I should have had more than three sacks, <laughs> but. Uh, what did you bid? One? I said one, yeah. I'll go two. Three. How do you even have turkeys left? I have 22 turkeys left. I have the most turkeys Get left. Get in like a crazy man over there. You've got 12. Zach has 15. Four. Five. All right. I'm out. Zach? Going one. serve my turkeys after All right. Sold to Bo for five. I've got Delisandros. 17, Zach has 15, Sheil has 12. Sorry. That's okay. Delisandros is mentioned on the broadcast. Mm. Now we have to be we have to be specific here because does footage of Delisandros count, including the sign, or do they have to say the word Delisandros? They have to say Delisandros. One. Two. Three. Four. Five. Going once, going twice, sold to Shield for five. So a See little background. Working. So Go real ahead. quick here, Mike McGlinchey is getting 100 cheesesteaks from Delisandros for this game. So if they talk about Mike McGlinchey's homecoming, I imagine that anecdote. This up. is a lock. I can't believe you guys gave me that one for five. I they was ready may- to use all my turkeys. Well, on you that. got you got you got to keep in mind that this is. This is not an A broadcast they're sending to this game. Listen, if there is a cheesesteak hook during an Eagles game, they're getting to it. Yes, but here's the thing. Here's the wrinkle. They could say he got 100 cheesesteaks. That's true. Well, Tessator is not calling the game. So, (laughs) Someone Uh, pointed out to me that during the Saints-Packers, I haven't seen the clip yet, 
I saw a still frame. There was a, a thing of the athletics, most intriguing, uh, players where I, I did that column and it had Aaron Rodgers number one, but I don't think I got a mention. So is it, wasn't that, mm -hmm. that was part of one of our games. It was yours, correct? but you said it was going to be about Zach or me. Oh, okay. All right. It was your prediction. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, we, we're happy for your pop. Well, I got no pop. The athletic yeah. got pop. Company man, I guess. All right. Yep. All right. All right. Four left. The Eagles have more penalties than last week. Oof. One. How many did they have last week? 14, I think. Whew. Should, um, we should, we more should clarify 14? more. Yeah, so more than 14. It's a lot of penalties. Yeah, I I submitted this one hoping you guys would bid it up. Honestly, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, this is this was like when you're in an auction draft and you put someone in that you don't want, you know, because you want other people to spend their money. Right. But I thought there'd be more than one dollar or more or more than one turkey on the, on uh, this occurring. I'm not gonna put two on this, so you can have it for one. All right, I'll take it. Sorry, I cut out there for a second. I got it. Oh, gets it for one. For one. Okay. All right. Three left. I've got 16. Zach's got 15. Shield's got seven. Okay. 16? Yes. Jeez. Okay. So this one is a really, really interesting one. <laughs> I know I've said that a lot, but like <laughs> really, really cool submissions. I think week. Marissa went to Atlanta. <laughs> I mean, she saw it. What's going Max. on here? I'm you like, let's get this day. over with. I know for a fact Marissa's got like a lot of work to do. Yeah. yeah she's loving these submissions. I All am right. loving this one. All right. Brandon Ayuk and Quez Watkins will combine for more yards than Zach Ertz and George Kittle. So we're really mixing yeah. things up here. I don't think this is going to happen, but uh, one, just Two. to get in the game. Oh, three, four. You see, both both Ayuk and Watkins are capable of chunk plays more so than I think Ertz and Kittle would be. Yeah, I don't know. Kittle is Ertz, capable. Ertz, Kittle can do it all, Zach. <laughs> that he can. You're right. You're right. Where are we? Did I, I think I have four. four. Oh, yeah. I'll go five, six. Can't go the can't can't go full seven on this bad boy. Mm. Zeber, you out? I'm out. All, all right. right. Sold right. the bow for six. Two left. Okay. Is that right? Yep. Two more. Uh, Elijah Mitchell leads all players in rushing yards. One. That was my guy. <laughs> are we expecting Dude. this? By the way, are we expecting this to be a Mitchell game or a Sermon game? They didn't have any. Trace you don't know it then. Yeah, he could. Yeah. They could just play somebody we've never heard of. Trenton Cannon. To, Mike, to Michael Hasty. Uh, I so three. I'll, Four. I will go three here. Oh, leads all players. That's both teams, yes. correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, five. Six. I have a number I wanted to carry in the next week, and <laughs> going with six will hurt me there. So uh, <laughs> you can have it. Uh, oh, gets that for five or six? No, no six. I have no interest. Six. Oh. Six. Okay. okay. Okay, last one. An Eagles wide receiver catches a pass at least 30 yards beyond the line of scrimmage. Mm, love a good air yards. Love it. Super sore. One. Four. Seven. <laughs> Eight. All right. Oh, you got man. it, Zach. 
<laughs> All right. All right. So Zach has three. He has the one we just had over uh, at least 30 air yards. He has uh, Trey Lance scores a 20-yard uh, play or a touchdown. And Jalen Hurts, uh, his longest pass, his longest completion is longer than the Falcons' longest field goal. And he's got seven turkeys left over. Sheil also has seven turkeys left over. He has three things. He has Sweat and Barnett with more sacks than uh, Armstead and Bosa. He has the Debo Slay missed tackle 20 yards thing and the Delisandros mention. I've got four turkeys left. I've got the Sirianni handshake, Devontae Smith, a 50-plus play. Uh, Eagles sacks plus interceptions is more than Trey Lance snaps. The Eagles have more penalties than last week. The Quez and Ayuk over... Ertz and Kittle and Elijah Mitchell leading uh, all players on both teams in rushing yards. Both. There's a request there to show your napkin to the camera. Wonderful. I wrote okay. these all out, so I will slack them to you in our <laughs> channel. <laughs> all right. In case the napkin goes missing. You have to I'll just, I'm just going to drop. Something. You know what I'm going to do, Zach? I'm going to give this napkin to you at practice tomorrow. And then I know that you'll probably see Dennis at some point, so you can just hand it to Dennis. I do pass him a lot in grad hospital. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> All right. All right, let's get to the Chris of Aldego. So what, what, do uh, his uh, actual the job. Or, or I don't know. Grad you know a napkin is not something you pass around. Oh, I thought you meant seeing Dennis in grad hospital human. is disgusting. No, I was seeing like, Dennis is not disgusting. It's no. a beautiful area. No, yeah. passing napkin, you know, to <laughs> – Others. I could just email Dennis my list. There you go. That's official. <laughs> All right. You want me to go first for the sure. uh, prediction? You're on the record. Nice. Yeah. Now, are we keeping track of our are these or anything, or are we are these with the sp the spread, or just uh, you know, did you get it right or wrong, or do we not do that? Good question. We, we that. should keep track. We should, we should keep, keep track. track. Okay. Yeah. Add uh, that to the napkin for Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to keep track whether you picked it right against the spread, or just whether you Both. picked them? Both. Both. Oh, okay. Let's do straight up and spread. Both. I am right. zero and one straight up, and I am one and zero against the spread. Okay. okay. And I'm Bo two and, and I are both. I'm, yeah. Yeah. We both picked the win. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I don't know. Maybe it might have been. Uh, spread is Bo three and a half right now. Is that right? I uh, I think it came down to three. I don't have it straight in front three. of me. Okay. I think it came down to three. Yes. Uh. So maybe it was Bo's. Um. You know. Uh, performances this week that has me thinking maybe this team is a little bit better than I uh, gave them credit for. But, you know, I hate to be a broken record here with the upfront line of scrimmage uh, conversation, but as long as the Eagles are healthy, that is a conversation. Yep. And so I look at it and I think they're going to be able to, uh, you know, I don't know if they're going to completely neutralize both on Armstead, but I think they'll, they'll be able to block those guys. I don't think it's a hard team to prepare for. I don't think they do a lot of things that are really creative with their blitzes or fronts or anything like that. So it's just, you know, a matter of, can you block those two players really, in my opinion? And I, and I think you're going to have an ability to push the ball downfield and make some plays against those cornerbacks. So I think the Eagles are going to be able to move the football uh, in this game on the other side of the ball certainly have some questions, you know, are they going to be able to um, neutralize San Francisco's run game? Are the linebackers going to be good enough to not leave these gaping holes when they use play action? Uh, so I think the 49ers are going to move the football as well, but why is everyone laughing? I mean, you got to put the comment out there. If there's something yeah, fun, there's some good, some good napkin talk. <laughs> I want to see the napkin yeah. talk. You think? <laughs> All right. <laughs> 
that is good. If you don't know what we're talking about, go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube page, Birds with Friends, <laughs> and watch it uh, this weekend. So I, I don't know. I'm going with the Eagles. I, I think they're going to pull this one out. I think they're going to get the city really excited. I think it's going to be a close game, uh, but I think they're going to make some plays, and I've got them winning 27-26 in a rather high-scoring affair. You got to think, I mean, they win this game. Then you get the extra day before Dallas next week on Monday night. Oh, is that what it is? Frenzy. Okay. Frenzy. Home or away. Home or away. Away. Down there. Away. Down there. You know what that means, Shield. And Dallas is going to be 0 2. Time to get a dose. Yeah, I think so too. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. You want me to go, Zach, or you want to go? I will go. Uh, So going into the season, I, uh, I picked the Eagles to lose week one and win week two. And I did not expect the Eagles to look as they did in week one. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to stick to my prediction in week two. I, I think the Niners are a good team. And this is going to be a tough matchup. It's going to be tougher along the lines of scrimmage. But I, I think Seattle uh, – I'm sorry, I keep saying Seattle. San Francisco is is uh, is beat up on defense. Uh, the secondary, I think the Eagles have an advantage there. I think they'll be able to move the ball. Not pandering to our audience here, but I, I think it's going to be a – Jazzed up home crowd, right? I I, I think they're you stole Bo's I mean, entire is, take. We've got some good. We've got we got some good questions this week. Um, yeah, I, I mean, this is the uh, what's it gonna feel like? This is the first time there's a full crowd since uh, that playoff game at the after the 2019 season. Think about mm. how much has changed since then. By the way, right? Think about Carson <laughs> Wentz like finally yeah. waking up with a clear head, and this is what it, this is what he turns into. <laughs> yeah, so. Into. Yeah, so uh, you know, I I think the Eagles are are going to be uh, are going to be ready for this one, um, and uh, I have them winning 27-24. So oh, narrowly wow. beating, so narrowly beating the over. The over, I believe, is fifty and a half. Yeah, pick them for this game, and uh, the Eagles get the two and zero. Oh, and there, there's a there's a lot of buzz, a lot of energy going into next week's game. But wow. I, I, I will say real quick, I, I think uh, I think Miles Sanders has a good game this week. Yeah, and, and not that he had a, a bad game last week. And I think Devontae Smith has a big game this week as well. Okay. Uh, I've sort of been thinking about the Niners season like, like they almost – they're not going to be worried about a loss. Like a loss is not bad because then they can hasten the change to, to Trey Lance. Like they're not really worried about it. So I sort of I, I could sort of see it going that way. I don't feel good about going a full slate of Eagles picks here, though. That's a homer um, podcast if I ever heard. One. Yeah, I don't like that. Um, you know, they're doing they're doing the trip to Detroit, back to San Francisco, out to Philadelphia, across. The no, country. they're staying. In West, they oh, they stayed in West Virginia. They stayed in West Virginia this week. Okay. Yeah. Well, so tells you how much I've been. Sorry, picking. Matt. Sorry, Matt Barrows. Two of us read your work at the. <laughs> Well, that does make sense. Three of us. Sorry, Marissa. Three of us read your work at the end. Uh, so I guess that doesn't matter. Uh, but, you know, they've been away from home for a week and a half. So what kind of what kind of impact is that going to have? I uh, That's wrong, too, if they all moved to West Virginia. <laughs> well, you know, that song, of course, is not, not about West Virginia. It's about the western part of Virginia. Um, By the way, if, if, I'm just – I'm the one cutting you off here. Please, I deserve do, it. Long time coming. If you if you do know, go right. San Francisco here, and, and the Eagles win, you can't come up with the thing after the game. Well, 
I thought the Eagles were going to win, but I I didn't want to be yeah the head of it. How dare you? Of course I can do that. I mean, this is this is the week. Seabirds just going next level, like all the nuances, you know. And it's the quarterback, and they're like, you know, he look how he just moved that safety with his eyes right there. That's the sign that this guy's taking the next step. That's what I'm seeing with (laughs) Seabirds. You're out of your mind if you think I can't do that. I'm definitely going to do that. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think, uh, I think the, you know, I, before the season, I said they were going to win week one and then start two and four because of this tough schedule. I think they're already better than I thought that they would be. San Francisco doesn't scare me that much just yet with Jimmy Garoppolo, but I, I just, I don't want to go three, three for three here. So I'm going to take the Eagles uh, to beat the spread, but lose twenty four, twenty three but in an exciting way that makes you still feel good about them. And everybody is still gassed up about, uh, about Monday night football in Dallas next mm-hmm. week. So I don't feel good about that, but uh, you know, Elijah Mitchell's 99 yard touchdown run is going to, is going to make it happen. Well, the, the Atlanta stuff had to wear off at some point, you know? All right. Bye. Ah, oh, man. Real I want to win. <laughs> Uh, real quick, um, pick what you think is gonna happen. Yeah, go ahead. Pick what you. I think, think we is have a long record here of of being reasonable, objective, accountable reporters. Like, if, yeah, I mean, if we, we all picked Eagles to win. That's that, yeah, yeah. That's that's not being homers. That's that's the that's thinking they that they could win a game. Like, it's it's not unreasonable to win a home game when you're three point underdogs. Seriously, I don't want to hear your Eagles. Stuff. All right, okay, <laughs> there Thank God, um, it would have been unbearable otherwise. All right. I, 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 real quick, I, I don't want to speak on behalf on Bo's behalf. Bo has a story coming out that I'm excited to read, um, and or coming out soon. I I, I don't want to say when it's coming out. <laughs> I, I'm not sure when it's coming out. Oh, I saw a look on your face there. I, I don't want to get ahead of myself. I had a story out today on uh, just an interesting backstory on they're wearing these dog culture shirts, right? You heard the uh, dog mentality, and they're actually created by. Uh, a cancer survivor in Maryland, unaffiliated with the team, unaffiliated, like has really no connection with the Eagles outside of uh, gave a sweatshirt to Zach Pascal, the wide receiver in Indianapolis. Nick Sirianni liked the sweatshirt. Uh, the Colts wear these. When he came to Philly, he bought two hundred. He he bought over two hundred sweatshirts for the organization. Uh, this 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 guy Mike Hill in Maryland was kind of waiting for this to happen. You know, he sold these sweatshirts, waiting for them to pull it out. Comes out week one and. His phone's been blowing up ever since. So uh, that's on The Athletic right now. TheAthletic.com slash birds with friends, 50% off. True or false, Zach? You wrote this story only to settle the spelling of dog versus dog. <laughs> I, I did not write it only for that, but you know, I did ask him. I said, I got to ask you, why do you go D-A-W-G or over D-O and, uh, or over D-O-G? And he answered that one. So that's in there All as right. well. All right. Well, we are uh, truly limping to the finish line here. So let's uh, let's close this bad boy up get a chance to watch the nfc's for everybody else so for zach shield and marissa i'm Bo. thanks for listening zach and i will be back after the game on sunday what the three of us think is going to be an eagles win so maybe we'll be live again here on youtube so uh thanks for listening and we'll talk to you later as always we love you